Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Wright, out of Oklahoma City. Lots of changes to the podcast we're going to talk about, but we are also going to interview Mr. Ezekiel or Zeke Hampton. And I got my co-host, Ava Gore, and Zeke is in Skylight Motion Picture. So, you know what? I said we're going to do the uh, short intro. Here it is. I found it. Hold on. All right. You know, it is so good to be back. This was supposed to be the official first uh, podcast for 2022. And Don accidentally went went live with uh, one of the guys from Saving Abel. So you can check her out with uh, his name is Dave Matthews. And so I I don't assume he can have a solo career. That name, <laughs> but but you can catch it on Facebook, and that will be on YouTube sometime later this week. And so it's exciting to be back. I haven't seen Ava's beautiful face in over a month. I guess that was the last show we did was was our uh, the year at year in review, right? Yeah, it's like December twenty first. It was like an hour and something minutes long. It was hella long. I don't, <laughs> I don't like to keep that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun going back and and. And watching some of those. So some of the changes that were made is uh, Don is kind of going off and doing the loud spot with Don on her own and interviewing lots of bands where I'm going to do more entrepreneurs and uh, people I find interesting. Still music, still mostly music, but I like to expand. And, you know, Sam, our producer, he he loves the music and wants to keep that. So she's doing her own thing. I think Sam's going to do some of his shows as well. And my first show is with Skylight. Motion picture, Mr. Ooh. Zeke, man. This is the second time that you have been on the podcast and quite a few changes have, have been made. Yeah, man. Thanks. It's good to be here. Really appreciate you uh, uh, having me back. So it's been, and it's been fun to see the evolution of the early, uh, the early era versus where, you know, kind of where you guys are now. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, oh, so I didn't know what I was doing. I still kind of don't know what I'm doing. I just, <laughs> I just like talking, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> It's the, it's DIY. Learn as you go, you know. That, that's right. The best way, you know, some people, the best way they do things is that they research it all first, and I just kind of do it, and then I learn as I go. I learn as yeah. I go along. I'm, I'm with you there. That's me too. <laughs> do, do you by chance still have all those instruments right next to you, like you did last time? Uh, yeah, kind of. In fact, I actually got a new one since then. I uh, this is one I'm using for like an ambient project, but I got my little kalimba. Oh, nice. 
That is cool. Oh man, you put it through a bunch of like effects, and you, you're you're building worlds. You know, one thing I always found found interesting about you and, and your music career is you started off kind of doing rock music back in high school um, with some people, and it, it's like you. So the people that didn't see the last show that you were on since our audience has grown, um, you are pretty much in a sense, right? In a sense, is it right to say a one-man project, but you bring other people in with you? Yeah, I think it's fair. It started out um, maybe a bit more collaboratively. Uh, one of my good friends and songwriting partner moved down to Southern California. Uh, so I, you know, for me, I'm not, I've always kind of been the one who's you know, been more of the... Um, I guess the, the main songwriter. Uh, so I wanted to kind of keep the project going and uh, I want to build it back to a band eventually. Um, I love, I honestly think I'm probably at my best when it's more collaborative, um, but I'm not going to let it stop me from keeping, keep going from what I, I know I have in my head and I, I feel like I need to get out. So, it's awesome. you know, and Ava can, can attest to this. It's so hard to find, especially the older you get people that are, dedicated 100 dedicated to to doing music you know and I've, I've tried to start some side projects and it's almost impossible to find people that are 100 wanting 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 to they say they want to do it but then it's hard and you know ava's in a band called called weird wolves and it's just oh, her and really I'm, one other I'm guy i'm a fan oh, <laughs> oh good Thank okay you. have you heard have you heard have you heard her music Every yeah, every time there's like a music video, I'm always checking it out. I follow you guys on Instagram, so uh, awesome. That's yeah, that makes me feel great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I I can kind of relate to that. What Sebastian was saying, like we've tried to find another bassist to play with us, um, but it's hard to find time for all three of us to get together and practice, or they're busy, or you know, it's it's hard. So then we just decided that we we're gonna take turns playing the bass because <laughs> yeah, finding yeah. people is really hard. <laughs> yeah. well, well, when you go, when you go real quick, Abe, when you go live, do you, do you switch off uh, instruments from guitar to bass? Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, we, we switch a lot actually. Um, he, I haven't been playing the bass for very long. So he plays like the more advanced stuff. Um, but yeah, we switch a lot. And, and and Zeke, with your with your music, do you, you write all the music yourself? Yeah. And then you find do you, do do you have diff, you have different singers kind of come in or like with this with this song that we're gonna play tonight, you have a lady that's on there. Is she kind of your main singer right now, or is it still? You know, she she just guest sings on this song. Um, but she's I actually first met her probably over a decade ago. We played a show together out in the Sacramento area, um, and she does just. Uh, she's a beautiful writer and plays guitar and did a lot of like uh, really good folk music. Um, and I remember playing that show and, you know, just kind of kept in touch. But when I knew I wanted to do this cover, I, I, her vocals popped in my head. I'm like, I have a feeling that she'd be really good. So I reached out honestly and didn't think that she would really even be interested, but she was on board and then was on board for the video. So, wow. um, yeah, I definitely would love to do some future collaborations uh, with her too. She's, she's just really talented. Uh, going back to you writing the music, um, when you have, do you have, do you master it yourself or do you have someone that masters it for you? And if so, does it ever like change it a little bit or, you know, so I, I don't do the mixing or the mastering. Um, that's part of why I kind of, I like the idea of having a band is because not only, 
you know, having just the, the actual creative collaboration, but having the, the financial contribution, um, right. because yeah, I don't do it myself. And, um, you know, it's, it's expensive. It's expensive. If you want to do things the right way, if you want to work with people who work at the top level, um, you got to pay the big bucks. So it's, yeah. I certainly think of this, like not only as like an emotional commitment, but certainly it's a, it's a financial one. We submitted one of our songs that I wrote to like some big time producer and he pretty much told us to fuck off. <laughs> he was, oh, he was like, no way I'm doing this. I'm not going to say who it is, but he was like, nope, this is trash. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. We're doing, we're doing a fun side. We're doing a, we're doing a kind of a sun side you, project. You wouldn't be sorry if you, if you heard it. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. I'm just giving shit. It's not bad. So, so you, so you pretty much mix and master everything yourself, huh? No, I don't. I, 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 I write all the parts. I record it, and then, um, you know, there's one or two occasions on the album where, uh, if it is something that's a little bit more advanced, because I do like a, I play like rhythm guitar, but like if I'm gonna have something more advanced, I will have a friend or you know hire okay. a session person to. But I know I know how to write the part on if I can't play it, then I can at least play it on piano and I can send it out and like melody rhythm, just uh copy this. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Man, and so you've been doing this by by yourself. Well you did well, you did have a band though for when you first started Skylight Motion Picture, it was a band, correct? It was, yeah. And then what made you decide to go solo and start your own thing? Everyone just quit? Yeah, I think there was, <laughs> well, there was for you, man. No, 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 no. I mean, I, 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 I still have very good relationships with everybody that's been a part of this and they're people okay. that I call friends that I love and I still keep in touch with on a regular basis. Um, but I know, I think at some point, you know, it started out to where it's like, you know, I, some people like to play music for the love of playing music. They love to jam. That's kind of sort of like their, their fun thing. Um, and I know for me, I'm, I, no disrespect to anybody who feels this way, but I don't need other people if I want to just play music and write stuff for fun. Like I want to play because I have goals in mind. Like mm -hmm. I want to, I, the, the ultimate goal has never changed since I was a kid. Like I would love to be able to spend all my time writing and recording because for me, I can't keep up with the ideas. Um, you know, it's why it takes like, you know, a couple of years to get out a project. And I always have at least two, three projects going on. Um, and I want people who, who are, who want to play because they have a goal in mind that is ambitious, you know? Right. Um, right. so I think with that, and then, you know, at, at you know, at, the, at this place in life where I'm at, I'm in my late thirties. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that it's, they got other commitments in life and I'm, you know, probably kind of fortunate in the sense of like, I don't have, uh, I don't have a lot of other commitments, um, pulling me away from it and, uh, if anything, it's like I still like I, I want to spend all my free time uh, just in this because it's it's something I think about every day. Um, and I know it can be kind of taxing on the people around me who are probably just sick of like, that's all I have, you know, have that's really interesting to talk about. But um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like the, the way I look at it, too, is like if, if, if uh, I always love playing with with people and I get inspired by people, but um if it comes to like making this a project where, where I open anybody who is willing to invest in it, not just emotionally or creatively financially, but also like putting in the work ethic. Uh, and I yeah. know, you know about the, the work ethic component and it's, um, oh, yeah. you know, it doesn't, 
to me, like I, I'm aware of what my limitations are talent wise. And so I like, I know I have to make up for it, whatever I, whatever I lack there, you know, I have to work for it. Yeah. And Ava, one thing you don't know, maybe you picked up on this. I've actually known Zeke since high school. So oh, we went okay. to high school together. The town we grew up in is town called Vacaville. Lots of musicians during a certain time frame came from Vacaville. Papa Roach is from there and, and a bunch of bands played through there. We used to go to concerts back in the day and he actually graduated uh, with my sister um, from the high school that we went to. Dude, is it hard to stay inspired writing music for, you know, 20 years or so? It Or longer than 20 years now, I guess. Is it hard to stay inspired and, you know, when you have an, an idea that pops in your head, do you immediately go to your keyboard or like, what's your first thought? Your first thought can't be lyrics because you don't sing in any of your songs, right? I mean, I sing, I sing back in harmonies and most okay. songs. Yeah. Okay. But, I know, what, but, I, but I'm not a lead guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but what, like, what, 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 what's like your first go-to instrument when I, an idea pops in your head and you're like, oh, I got it. I, I, this is going to be great. Is it the keyboard? Is that like your main thing? Honestly, it's the vocals. Really? <laughs> it's the vocals. Really? Because it's I get the vocals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Apparently so. Yeah. <laughs> it's because you know what it is. It's like I, uh, uh, I, first of all, I never run out of ideas. If anything, I can't keep up. I can't keep up with how many ideas. So depending on how you know, where I'm at, like where if something pops in my head, if I'm close to my keyboard and my computer. I will just real quickly, you know, just so I don't lose it, I will quickly write it down, just have like a, uh, you know, maybe a little beat and a little keyboard, um, and I'll write just a little melody. Uh, and then sometimes it happens spur of the moment. If I have like a good block of time to where I can kind of expand on an idea, um, I will write it and I will stay up till six in the morning, however late it takes to, to get it done. You ever get tired and be like, you know what? I'm just done writing music. Like, I don't feel like it today. Or do you? Is it constant? Just like, I'm going with this. It's it's it is constant because I know even if if I get fatigued, which honestly with with the Skyline Motion Picture Project, that probably takes the most out of me financially, emotionally because I, you know, it's um, you spend so much time on these songs. By the time they get released, you you kind of feel spent. You're kind of like, I'm done with it. I don't. It doesn't I don't want to listen to it. I'm already spent so much time listening to it as I was kind of shaping it and sculpting it. Right. Um, but if I get fatigued with one, I got another project. I got my ambient project or something that I feel inspired in. So it's always kind of juggling in that sense, but it's always there. Yeah, your ambient project. You got some songs that are like what ten minutes long and shit like that. Yeah, even longer. Yeah, I'd say the that, but that's, it, kind of, <laughs> that's what that music does though you know well well and it's also it's inspired by many different genres but uh one of them i don't know if you ever remember godspeed you black emperor um but you this, sent it to me a year ago did uh yeah i probably did but they okay. they would do they would blend in rock instruments with classical uh. instruments and they would do sometimes these 30 minute songs and it's made up of all these like different mini movements that seamlessly transition into different uh parts so there is some classical structure but with a lot of rock instruments, I don't use as many. I mean, I will play guitar, but not as many rock instruments. It's a little more, uh, I would say, like, uh, 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 you know, droney, ambient, um, ethereal kind of stuff. What, what made um, you switch? Go ahead, Ava. No, you go ahead, because my question, I think, is like kind of more like for <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what, what got what got you going? Um from because I mean, back now, back in high school, you know, you did mostly rock music. Is ambient music, and I guess you know, 
uh, EDM was kind of coming up, but they called it trance back when we were in um, in high school, right? I don't know yeah. if EDM was a thing yet or not. I I didn't really listen to it, but was that something you were always into that that inspired you, or, or were you like mostly kind of a rock dude and then kind of switched to more almost, I guess, more of a poppy kind of sound with like what we're gonna play? You know, Maybe. I think it started. Oh, uh, well, I think it started with um, the people, the groups that I really loved, the music that I really loved. I was always fascinated who inspired this artist. And then mm-hmm. I would discover them. And I'd hear like read and find, read in magazines or interviews. Well, who inspired this artist? And then it would just keep going further and further back in history, uh, which is like that's where I discovered like so much of this stuff is rooted in classical music. Um, and I was in high school, I was super into trance and, and techno. <laughs> Uh, all that stuff. But I was also into, you know, rock and hip hop. And eventually, yeah. and because I, I listen to music almost nonstop, like I have to have music to fall asleep. Um, so back in high school, I was listening to like trance music, but then I'd listen to Moby. Um, and then I would start listening to a lot of post-rock music. So bands like Mogwai, Explosions in the Sky. Um, and then I, I would, okay, it's instrumental, but the music felt so much more emotionally compelling to me because I discovered that you know, lyrics and vocals can sometimes dictate the meaning of the song. Um, And I was finding that with a lot of this instrumental music, um, I was kind of, uh, it it did something different to me and it was totally, um, you know, something that I, it was a personal interpretation. And eventually it was kept getting into more ambient, more ambient, like, like, okay, now we're taking out the drums. Now we're taking out sort of this, uh, the push pull dynamics with, you know, sometimes when you get those big swells in post-rock, and now we're doing minimalism, and we're taking certain instruments, and we're maybe throwing them through a lot of different effects, and to now you're going to get this real hazy, dreamy kind of sound. Um, and that's probably like 85% of the music I listen to today is that that kind of music. Uh, and it just it, it gives me peace of mind because I do kind of have like uh, – it's it, my mind is always running, even if my body is tired. My mind is always running, and that is the kind of music that it takes for me to kind of just shut down all that noise. Yeah, music awesome. touches people in, 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 in different ways. Different genres of music, really, people relate to it very, very differently, you know? Yeah. Um, I do want to go, go ahead, Ava. I was going to say, it always weirds me out when I meet someone who says that they, like, don't really listen to music. <laughs> like, it's <this laughs> so foreign to me. <laughs> like, yeah, likewise. But, Anyway, going back to what I was going to ask, uh, I was going to ask if you can talk a little bit more about what you're working on recently and if there's anything that you're like super excited about. Yeah. Well, I have um, with Sky Motion Picture, uh, I have a new album coming out on uh, 22222. Uh, <laughs> all twos to win your case. Um, yeah, so February 22nd, that's when uh, it's, gonna, it's a 13 track album. Um, there's an intro and an outro. Um, but it's very different from previous releases, which is kind of exciting because I never want to make the same album twice. Um, I right. feel like there's there's so much to explore. Um, why repeat something you've already done where there's other equally exciting, um, you know, kinds of music to make? Um, and I would say like the, with the previous releases, it kind of started out maybe a bit more electronic sounding. Um, the first, like the EP, was very electronic sounding, and then the last, the, the debut album, which was kind of a messy three-year project to to create. Um, that one, you could tell, probably was influenced by a lot of like '80s bands for, that were very atmospheric, um, and you know, kind of big into that whole new wave scene. Um, but this recent, the newest one that's about to come out, I'm really excited. Is it's 
much less 80s sounding. I mean, I would still probably say it's more of like a synth pop kind of genre, but less of like the big synths and more um, piano and woodwinds and strings and glockenspiels. Uh, and it sounds very, it's meant to sound kind of like a, a it, Sebastian, it's actually, you might appreciate this. It's influenced by a lot of the music that really inspired me in like my late high school, early college years. So it's a lot nice. of bands from like the emo scene. Nice. Um, awesome. You know, uh, so a lot of like Jimmy World, um, uh, the Postal Service. Um, uh, dude, the Postal Service is so, dude, they are so awesome, man. I, I love their, their style, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, their album is probably, I mean, I consider it maybe if I had to pick one album that was the most influential, it would be their their one and only Give Up album. Um, cool. But then I still love bands like, uh, I don't think I can ever make a, a pop album where the Cocteau Twins are not an influence. Um, you know, I love a lot of that ethereal dream pop kind of sound. So, um, you know, in my head, I'm like, okay, at some point, I want to make much more of a dedicated dream pop album and then i want to make like a funk album i want to do i want to have one where it's just like super funky um and and soulful and catchy um but it can still have a connective tissue to previous works if that makes sense a connective tissue awesome (laughs) that's great does this thing look stupid it's like a neck brace on it's like face mask (laughs) In case you guys give me COVID on here. All right, let, let's let's play your your cover song. And what is what's what's the name of this song again? And who's the lady that does it with you? Uh, Chelsea Shea Hughes, uh, originally out of Sacramento, okay. um, and it's uh, "I Love You Always Forever," uh, Donna Lewis song, one of the most successful songs uh, of all time. Um, and for me, like thinking in the '90s, it's very much of that whole soft rock, less talk uh, generation where you know when you're listening to the radio. And they were just playing these songs that um, this was a song that I probably wasn't bragging to my friends or anything that I super loved, but I, <laughs> I, I loved it so much. I was obsessed with this song. I, I like it. And what's funny about what I like about your videos is you always bring some sort of comedic kind of aspect, whether you're dancing or looking goofy in the background, <laughs> but it, it makes, it makes, it makes it, it makes it entertaining to watch and you do a great job and she has a great voice. The music is fantastic. So let's here we're gonna play it right now. Here we go. I love you. Feels like I'm standing in a timeless dream. A light mist with pale amber rose. It feels like Still, 
like you'd be so fun to make a music video with man <laughs> yeah well like literally you're having fun i honestly have to because it's 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 diy i'm an i we filmed it in my living room i have a green screen uh i got a, a buddy over to kind of help supervise it uh but it was like i i don't know how to do it can't be serious like i don't have i can't i don't feel like i can be personally taken seriously which is why i'm always going to embrace like the goofy silly yeah it's fun thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot more fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And, and did you just decide to bring certain instruments into that video, I guess, uh, while you were shooting that, while you were shooting that? I saw like you were holding some sort of like either a bass or a guitar or, or something. It's the, uh, it's the art. It's called an Artifon One, Instrument One. There you go. Uh, so I actually, it was a Kickstarter project. Um, by company how do you guys- find these instruments dude like how the hell do you just do you just go into guitar center and be like what's the strangest shit you got in here <laughs> that's what i want to buy and learn how to play it you know i don't remember how i i probably you know these days with like social media and uh you know people they they know they know what you like and so i think i probably got some kickstarter advertisement uh you know yeah. in my um in my social media feed and i saw what it could do and I can't even fully use all the functions. Like it's it's a it's a MIDI it's a MIDI instrument. Um, but one of the things that's you, you can use it as a guitar, you can use it as a bass, you can use it as a keyboard, you can use it as a violin to where you have a Bluetooth on your phone using like the bow. Um, I don't I don't play violin, so I can't really use it for that's that great. aspect. But yeah, well, one, one thing that's cool, one thing that's cool is about what that what you do is um, you don't have to really master an instrument to make sounds with it and be able to incorporate it into a song. Right. 
Like you can just trees. learn a couple of things and, and then implement them into the music and loop them, right? Uh, yes, technically you can. Um, and that's the thing like that I nowadays with technology, you, you can make amazing music and not even know how to play an instrument. If you know how to work certain software, you can work like a sequencer type of pad. Um, you know, and if you have an ear for music, cause you can have an ear for music and not necessarily not to play an instrument. If you have an ear for music, you can understand sequence in terms of like this pad makes this sound, this pad makes this sound. Right. And you can detect the patterns. You can totally make music that way. That's awesome. I didn't want to apologize earlier. And I could tell Ava's face is like, you're an idiot, dude. <laughs> when I asked if you master the songs and then I asked it again. And she was like, you just asked that question. Yeah. You just asked that question. Ava's good. I could tell when Ava, when Ava makes a certain face that I asked that question mm. uh, twice. <laughs> Well, actually, I asked the question, and then, oh, and then you I just didn't listen to his answer. That's why I wasn't listening because you asked it. When you asked the question, I'm like, ah, whatever. No, I'm just I don't do that. I don't yeah. do that. Sometimes. No, I, yeah, no. The, the um, Jeremy Edwardson is the guy who mixed and mastered it, and he has one of the most amazing studios I've ever seen in person. That's awesome. uh, it's based out in Reading, um, and uh, he's done. I mean, his resume speaks for itself. I mean. Uh, Switchfoot is that uh, he's kind of done a lot of like famous bands and cool. uh, a lot of some of my like early musical heroes and um, so very happy with his work. Does it ever like when you get the mastered version back? Does it is it ever changed a little bit and from what you had before or is it just like? Uh, yeah, 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 no, that's yeah. a great question, and I I sometimes find that it is a little bit. Um, but I don't think it's because of the, of the person who's doing the mixing and mastering. Like I always, anytime there's a project that's done, I always ask for feedback because I'm still learning as I go. And I want to know from my end, someone who's working with someone who does that professionally for a living, what can I do on my end that can make your job easier? Because, mm. you know, I know one of the things that I, I haven't had a tendency to do is maybe uh, put too many, too many, uh, spices in the uh in the dish because i i i want all these different sounds and i hear all these different sounds but then you know from even just from a frequency perspective it doesn't all work and so uh in the times where i've insisted to try to get things to work i ultimately get a compromised sound where some parts sound overly compressed when in my head they're a lot bigger and if if i if i try to uh pull at that then it's just gonna everything's gonna sound kind of muddy so it's yeah it's been helpful on my end to know that like i just gotta like not um not not overdo it what what do you record with? What software do you use? Ableton Live. Okay. And Ableton is more for like synth pop or like EDM type. That's what I think Skrillex uses Ableton, right? Well, Maybe you don't know, but. Well, the thing with Ableton, um, you can do any genre of music, anything with it. But the right, thing, right, 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 right. I think what draws a lot of folks to Ableton is uh, sort of the live capabilities you have with it. Um, there's a lot of, um, if you were to use it live, you can have a lot of triggers um, so components where, where, especially if you have a lot of different sounds going, not necessarily, a, a body to go behind all those different sounds, you can just kind of sort of push things and there's some automation that happens. So it's very live friendly compared to other software programs. And one of my last questions I'm going to ask you, because we are already over the 30 minute mark. I do want to ask you not musician wise, but what would you say? Is there something that would inspire you that you find more common when writing music. Like for me, it's I'll, I'll hear a band that has some really cool lyric and it doesn't matter who the band is really. It's not like a specific band that, in, that inspires something like lyrics to write. It's just maybe something they said 
or something that I maybe see while I'm out driving around in the countryside of Oklahoma. Is there something specific that you catch yourself being in that kind of draws that feeling to you to start writing? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I would say even musically and lyrically too, they kind of work separately for me, but um, because I know I don't need to necessarily do lyrics to feel like I'm being expressive or having, you know, a cathartic outlet. Um, but you know, I, I will hear certain music that inspires, like I know just even when hearing interviews with the band, when I hear what inspires them, I'm like, Oh my gosh, those same exact things inspire me. Uh, whether it's like nostalgia is a big one. Mm -hmm. So anything that makes me feel the melancholy of nostalgia, cause it's such a beautiful thing. It's, it's, um, it's something that it's, it's kind of sad because you can never truly grasp a moment and hold on to it forever. Um, and so like, I, I, I'm, I don't think I'm a, a sad person in general, but I'm inspired by sad things. I'm inspired by melancholy. Um, because I feel like that being able to make that kind of music kind of helps you work through that. So, um, and, and, and then lyrically, um, even if songs like sound kind of like nice and happy, most songs, like I'm not interested in writing love songs. I don't feel inspired by feeling happy. I don't feel inspired by like feeling love. Like I feel inspired by uh, heartache and I feel inspired yeah. by grief and despair. Um, and be, and I, that's what I mostly write about. And it doesn't mean that I'm, that I'm just such a oh, sad, tortured person, but those are the things that are cathartic to work through when I have that outlet to, to channel it. I think out of everyone I've interviewed, you have one of the best vocabularies. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> People that, that, that we've interviewed, right? <laughs> right? You have such good, great, well-spoken answers to everything we've asked. Uh, well, you guys ask good questions, so the tip of the questions. Here. Ava asks better questions. <laughs> I'm just here because I started this damn thing. <laughs> but do you have any do you have any last questions uh before um, we get off uh what's your favorite part about creating music in general it, it gives me even though maybe you know five people might actually like it it gives me inspiration um i not to get over to a super melodramatic place but like you know a lot i feel like people like when you want to get up and you want to feel inspired by something some people it's their family and you know i don't i don't have kids so i'm sure if i did like that would be something that would inspire me um but for me when i get up every day what i look forward to the most is being able to work i love to work and i love to um see a vision realized and when you have a project um you know you spent three four years on every day and you can finally see it come to the light of the day. And almost the, the, the response doesn't even necessarily matter in the sense of like, look what I've been able to accomplish. And this is something that, especially in the age of the internet and the, the airwaves, you know, when I'm gone, this is my legacy. You know, like this is, this yeah. is what I have. And I'm, uh, I'm proud of it because I think it does speak to whatever I'm writing in that moment in time. Well, February 2nd, 2022, 2 22 you're uh, almost, you're, almost, almost no. two, two twenty-two, twenty-two. Oh yeah, two twenty-two, 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 twenty-two. See, I don't listen. <laughs> that would have been I was in the close. past. <laughs> I was close. I was close. I failed the test, but I think I got a C for getting the uh, the 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 month and the year right. <clears throat> Just the other day, so you got the number two, right too. Two twenty-two, twenty-two. You can check out Skylight Motion Pictures. Uh, how many songs are going to be on the album? It's thirteen songs. It's called Music from the Film. Okay. And is the video already released? The video is released. It's on YouTube and uh, 
what's going to happen is once the album comes out, there will be, I actually have like either a music video or a lyric video for every full length song. And it's going to be released on the, on the week, uh, every Tuesday. So kind of help keep a little bit of momentum, hopefully going, uh, for a couple months. That's a lot of work you put into this, man. I'm telling you, man, when I'm not at my day job, I'm, I'm in my little, my little studio. (laughs) I'm so happy that I'm so happy that you're still doing music, dude. That is, that is absolutely fantastic. I want you to stay, stay right there, Ava and Zeke, stay right there till after the outro song plays. I do want to thank everyone that listens to the loud spot. It has been over a month since we actually had an official uh, podcast, but we are back and ready to do this. It's going to be fun. Uh, Like I said, I'm going to do a lot more entrepreneurs and interesting people, but still, Musician, musicians, you can find us on all podcasting platforms. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just type in the loud spot. You'll find us. We also have a Patreon page. Uh, it's uh, patreon.com. Uh, would that be a forward slash? Yeah, forward slash the loud spot. And uh, $3 a month, I think, is, is all we charge. Um, and that really does help us out. Helps us pay for equipment and, and keeps things interesting. You know, I was looking for these glasses earlier, and they were sitting right freaking here next to my <laughs> microphone. And I found him. <laughs> Anyways, that's all we got for the show. On that and note. What, what? <laughs> on that note. <laughs> yeah, on that note, peace out, rock on, and much love. This is the Loud Spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the Loud Spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does Nothing Short of Tragic have his back again? Does everything that's good really have to end? Thanks for watching our video. Don't forget to click the like and share button. Don't forget to go to our YouTube and subscribe. If you want to listen to our audio and pick up some cool merch, go to www.theloudspot.net. Peace out, rock on, much love. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.